0: Welcome to the One Player Podcast, the show on Solitary Board Games. I'm your host, Albert, and this is episode 211.
1: We do, we do, we do, we do.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Today is uh, what I call Flashback Fire Rescue.
1: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is a great title. <laughs> oh, that yes. makes up for the fact that I failed to have a punchline. <laughs>
0: Well, you want to just use that as a punchline?
1: I think that we're perfectly good going on Go from ahead here.
0: To... Okay. Dig in. All right. Welcome back, everyone. It, uh, it's been a, a while since you and I have been together to talk because we had our anniversary three-part episode. It was a season finale cliffhanger that stretched over three seasons. Can you believe that. It really, we really <laughs> did
1: not think it was going to stretch that long. No. <laughs> is to everyone in the community. Um, and also, Albert. As, is, as I know Albert very well, when you leave him alone, he does tend to go on for a while. Yes. So, <laughs> things yes. went a little bit long.
0: Well, somebody needs to get me a clapboard. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Cut! <laughs> so, yeah. So, so it was really fun doing those episodes. Uh, super great. I really enjoyed having all the guests and getting to talk to everybody and getting to meet all these people. Many of which I've heard many times before, but just didn't. Never spoken with.
1: And I'm glad we were able to let everyone know about all sorts of other podcasts, and hopefully everyone mm-hmm. found a couple more podcasts to hopefully add to their queues.
0: Mm-hmm. And if you know of any others we missed, hey, let us know, because I want to listen to them, for one. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed. Yep. So but today
1: we are jumping back into our regular format and style, although it's possibly not so regular, because today we are reviewing all the expansions for a game that we previously covered.
0: That's right. And if you haven't guessed the game yet, which you should have, it's Flashpoint Fire Rescue. Yes. <laughs> That's right. So Flashpoint Fire Rescue. This is a game about firefighting released by indie board and card games way back, like 10 or 12 years ago at this point. I'm not sure exactly when it came out. Um, it's an old game. It's a cooperative game where multiple players... 2011, worked. so 10 years, 2011. Ago. Well, 10 years ago. Yeah. So... Happy anniversary, Flashpoint Fire Rescue! <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we'll just talk about games that came out in 2011 for the rest of the year. No, thank you. <laughs> no, no, bad idea. Um, anyway, uh, where was I? Yes, yeah, so it's a it's- game where multiple players or one can take on the role of firefighters trying to rescue people in a burning building. If, if you want to know more about the base game, go back and listen to the really old episode that you know got talked about then.
1: Well, let me briefly just summarize how the game works. Okay. So this is an action selection type game, similar to Pandemic style, these types of things, where each player on their turn will have a number of actions that they're allowed to take. So generally it's four actions. Some different characters have five or three, but generally have four actions. And those actions are to involve running around the board putting out fires, carrying people to rescue, or driving either of the two vehicles around the board. You win the game if you manage to rescue seven people. Commonly, we try and rescue as many as we can and don't just stop at seven. You lose the game if the fire takes over the building enough that it breaks down so many walls that you have completely exhausted your damage counters. When all the damage counters are put out, you need to break another wall. At that point in time, the building collapses. Anyone left inside is dead. Um, so hopefully that's as few people as possible, including himself.
0: mm mm-hmm. It's Simple enough game. It really, it really is. It's mm-hmm. if it sounded simple, that's because it is. As a matter of fact, when my son was probably like five or six, he was teaching people at a, a quarterly game convention here in Greenville, how to play the game, the family mm-hmm. version. But mm-hmm. yeah, he was able to teach it and they were able to play the game just fine.
1: Indeed. Yeah, your actions are relatively simple. And then after everyone takes their actions, then similar to Pandemic style, these types of games, the game has a chance to fight back. And in the base game, you'll roll two dice to determine where there's a fire spot. And that fire spot can cause more fires to occur, can cause smoke to flip the fires, or can even flash over and make you have to roll additional times.
0: So the advanced game has a little bit more to that. Now has a hop points and special characters that you could play and a few other things that are interesting that, that add hot more to the hotspots. yes, not hot points, that add more to the replay and the danger and the excitement in the game. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't add a lot of complication really, but it's still considered the advanced rules.
1: Just not the family style rules. Exactly. So that's all about the basic game. So let's start talking about the different expansions. And there are quite a number of them at this point in time. So I'm going to try and go sequentially. I think I have a list in order of release here. Um, apologies if I would have messed any of them up, but I'm going to try and go order of release for each one of them. Each one of the expansions generally introduces some number of new things that can be added. What I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try and introduce each of the new things, give a brief overview of how they work, describe how the game applies it how well it explains it how well the components represent that thing and then give my thoughts on whether that one specific thing is good or not when we get to an end of a box i'll try and summarize if it isn't clear from a whole thing about how much what that box does and what my thoughts about that whole box are you ready to dive in albert Mm -hmm, let's do it let's begin So the first one I'm talking about is urban structures. Uh, The primary thing that urban structures comes with is going to be two new, actually it's one new board, but it's got a back and a front to it. That's going to be the brownstone, the high rise board. So both of these, the new idea that these boards introduced was to limit the amount of access you have with the basic game. You have a house where you can get it on all sides with a brownstone, it's part of uh, essentially it's a duplex that's connected on both sides to someone else so it's a lot harder to flip around the building potentially walk around the building into the sides you have only access points on the left and the right of the building the high rise has even harder access because it's a high rise the only way to get up there is by an elevator that zips you up to the top and theoretically you have to do, rescue the people by pulling them over to the elevator and Running the elevator back down. That one had very limited access in order to be able to use and get on and off for them. Sort of to, I guess, offset the difficulty of these, it did include a new character, the structural engineer. And what the structural engineer can do is he can move around hot spots and move around smokes. Hot spots are what would cause extra fire to come out if it's rolled. The structural engineer has the ability to just sort of undo that um using the structural engineer can make almost any board easier certainly can make these ones easier especially when hotspots start to restrict your movement um and make things come up more often the structural engineer can essentially just undo the difficulty scaling of the game in terms of how these different aspects are presented i'm going to hold on to a general critique I have about the fact that there's not really a consolidated rulebook for all of these until the very end. But it is something that is present. So each one of these different expansions has their own rulebook, which lists just the different sorts of things that are being involved for that one specific element, that one specific expansion. And it puts them all together in not really a modular type bit, just sort of introduces it as it being the whole game when you're explaining just these two things alone by themselves, it explains the general idea of how to do both of them. And there's not a lot of conflation between the Brownstone board and the high rise board because they have two different sorts of things that have been added to them. I think both of these are for more experienced players because both of these are much more difficult than really any of the other expansions that's come out, especially the high rise, having those limited access, having a lot of places and restrictions on where you can go can make it a lot more difficult but if you're an experienced player i think that it's a fun expansion to go ahead and add in the structural engineer in my opinion is the most powerful of the different firefighters his ability to just reduce the difficulty scaling of the game can almost be broken in some other scenarios especially if you're playing on on one of the easier modes and throw in the structural engineer it becomes almost a breeze and i don't so much like playing with him. He's not a very active player. He's mostly just, you know, harming the 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 bad guys, harming the fire and making it so that they can't operate well as opposed to actively letting you do cool things, which is not normally the type of character i like to play as. But mm-hmm. it's there and it exists and i guess i'm not such a fan of it. <laughs> i guess i'm not such a fan of his existence.
0: That's interesting. I I have never actually used him, I think, because I always look at him and says, and my thought is, oh, he, he seems weak. Yeah, he yeah, could bring up walls and knock him down, but how often does that matter? Honestly, I'm more interested in getting the people out of the house. Exactly. So he's not that good. I'm not gonna he can make the win. game a last
1: a lot longer and okay. theoretically huh. make you win.
0: Well, I think I need to try him in some of the games I've been playing. <laughs> mm. Yeah. So he's, he's good. My favorite to go to is always the, uh, the, the one that runs a fire truck. Mm. And he's putting out the, yes. That's a the far, another really helpful. That weapon. is
1: a key one. If you get lucky, you just have to get lucky. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Very much playing like yeah. rogue. Yeah. So, <laughs> did you have any thoughts about the brownstone of high rise?
0: Uh, I have not. I will say this for most expansions. I'll be honest; I haven't played it too much, but I do like those buildings. They they are a little hectic. I've done. I know I've done the high rise. I'm pretty sure I've also done the brownstone. Um. I, mm. I will say my general opinion, and honestly, it applies to all the expansions, I love that every expansion gives you a variety. The, the two maps Indeed. on the on the base game are nice, and they're different from each other, but after a while, it's more the same, and it is fun having the twist that these add.
1: Um, um, although I think these ones have less variety than later released expansions. They're less unique these more just feel like they've put a hindrance on you as opposed to introducing mm-hmm. something unique. And so I would definitely recommend that if you're looking to add more variety, look to one of the later expansions. So I'd probably rate this one the low side of the expansions.
0: Okay. I will say, yeah, I am I am less likely to pick this one. If I'm going to try to decide what to play, this is not mm-hmm. one of the ones that come to mind first.
1: Mm-hmm. So moving on to the next expansion, which is Second Story. And perhaps as you can expect, the main addition to second story is the second story. Hmm. This one, although it has a bunch of individual elements, which can theoretically be introduced with other things and made separate. All of these are sort of added into this one because you now have a second story. So rather than just having everyone be on one level, making it a lot easier to get through, you now have a staircase and portable ladders that you will need to um use to go up and down the staircases the part of the building to go up and down and portable ladders are things that you can grab from the fire engine then set them up and put them anywhere and so they're a good way from outside the home to reach up onto the second story having more access as opposed to the less access points that we had in the previous expansion this one adds more access points so that that <laughs> added and enhanced a lot of the different strategies and thought and dynamism that was included in the game in addition this building and later buildings also had new windows um which are essentially just like an easier door it's open and closed and it takes only one hit to break them it's really minor but it is part of the expansion the main real part though is those ladders and staircases and just the fact that people are now spread out further across different types of uh, across different places
0: mm-hmm. so now just to be clear what this brings is two boards that are each two new buildings two two-story buildings so mm-hmm. you get a top floor and a bottom floor
1: which you just, get through through the staircase marble ladder. but yes think of making sure that's clear albert mm-hmm. um i i think that this is this is on the high side of flashpoint if you're looking for more variability and more active thought going into the game i think that this one adds a lot of value to the game
0: i I think I've never played this one. <laughs> I have it. I have all the expansions, but I've never played this one, I think. Oh, That's that is a
1: shame, Albert. Yeah, I have to try it. <laughs> that That is an absolute shame.
0: Yeah. yeah what can you I say?
1: Definitely give that one a try.
0: Okay. Yeah, we'll do that.
1: All right. The next one that I'm going to include is Extreme Danger. Now, Extreme Danger is... A big box, and I put that in quotes, is the big box expansion. Um,
0: Prior to this, all the expansions have been two boards that just come in a shrink wrap. Which is excellent. Great right, for yeah, the environment.
1: You Perfect way of mm-hmm. sending them out. Don't mess with any boxes. This one comes with an extra box.
0: Yeah. I would which, say you, that, after a while, you needed it because I had all these maps in order to keep it. Oh, finally, a box for my games, for my boards. Yeah.
1: I now need That's a third a box, actually, because <laughs> I keep all the boards in two boxes, and then I have a Plano for all the tokens and things, and all the miniatures.
0: Uh-huh, um,
1: okay. But this is the most expensive of the expansions, and the primary reason is because it now comes with minis. So every type of Fireman now has a mini that goes with it, as opposed to just having a meeple for your color, Fireman, and you have to know what type you have from your character. Um. Now, if I the remember game,
0: correctly, they actually changed that. The first edition had pawns for the firemen. The second edition later, they replaced them with the character pawns. With for the plastic bacon.
1: pawns, yes. Plastic, yes. Yes. And I think I've actually had both of the course. I've had all three over the course of mine. Um, <laughs> okay. Let me talk about these minis because I have a comment to make about these. Um, having to associate the minis with the. Different types of things is difficult, and it seems like they knew this because they also include these plastic rings that go around it, so you are dealt your player card that shows what color you are, and then you put your plastic ring with your character in order to sort out all the different characters though you have to theoretically at random pick one of them, so let's say you pick the generalist. well, now I have a pile of minis, which one of these is the generalist <laughs> oh i don't even begin to know they're all firemen yeah you sort of have to guess. so i actually ended up printing my own set of uh, little stickers that i pasted onto the bottom of them so that all the bottom of them are labeled so theoretically you only have to read the bottom of them but this seems like such an obvious missed point for them although the minis look real nice it's it's difficult to do the setup just based on what's in the box enough so that mm-hmm. if i didn't have my solution i would probably not be motivated to play with them i certainly would yeah. not have been motivated to get them if i didn't have all expansions and i weren't collecting the whole thing i don't know that i would have been motivated to get the minis the original ones were just mm-hmm. fine for me
0: <laughs> so the um you said you made stickers is that uploaded to bgga or anything like that
1: i don't know anymore Okay years 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 have gone by since I did this project. <laughs> it's literally just the text though, on small circles. So.
0: <laughs> so yeah, regarding those minis, the the problem with them is they they don't look like the characters, right there's they are there's a character, there's a mini for every character, and yes, they are similar. they have a similar pose. It's not as exactly the same pose. And the minis are stylized, it's almost chibi like, but not quite. Mm. Um and they're not super detailed, so it just makes it hard to tell them apart sometimes. You know, and you got a bag of ten or twelve, I don't know how many I have at this point, how many they've released, but you're going through trying to find the right one because you don't have a sticker like Julius, and it's hard. And in the end, you've got that color ring that you can second the phone, So it kinda doesn't matter. You you know, I end up wanting to make it match and I spend more time than I need to. It doesn't really matter because as long as you have the right color base on each one, the figure's a figure.
1: <laughs> yep, completely accurate. Yeah, so I, I just don't think that that was needed.
0: But it's there. <laughs> yeah, unless you're one of those people that painted and made them look really cool, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not one I of would, those people. I've oh, never so. been able to paint well.
0: <laughs> I would love to and be able to play with cool painted minis. It's never going to happen. It's just mm-hmm. not, yeah. it's not in my future.
1: So, in addition, this one also comes with some new boards. Um, this comes with the new boards that involve now. So you have some chemicals. So you're working in a garage and you have chemical spills, and you have, um, so you have a a fire extinguisher bit that you have to put out to foam up the the area with that and put out the chemical spills and. You have explosive objects that can blow up and break those things, and you have fireproof doors, and all sorts of new elements that go on this new set of boards. Unlike, really, I felt with Second Story that introducing the idea of a second story was very neat, and introduced a lot of new elements for it. This one, I didn't really feel like all the stuff that were involved were cooler (laughs) (laughs) I mean you can put second stories and you can add you can make it you can add an attic you can add a basement to these things and you can use these chemical spills in other places and these uh, explosive objects and some of the other ones have fireproof doors which can cause jams that you have to break down and complexity complexity complexity
0: that's what this expansion is about it's adding complexity there there's more things that you gotta do more actions you gotta take to deal with those things and it's just it's complexity did the uh second story also add uh the possibility of collapsing floors this one has that yes okay
1: you can fall through the floor yes
0: okay and in uh, second story also
1: I do believe yes
0: okay I don't remember that. I haven't played that one too much, I said. So yeah, so this one, again, it's one I've kind of avoided. I haven't tried this one too much at all.
1: I've played it some, but I think that the amount of complexity it adds just, I mean, you you need to be advanced and experienced in order to be able to start keeping track of these things. And the garage area just didn't seem cool to me. It wasn't like, oh, this is a neat place. This is a cool place to start having a fire. It didn't feel neat. It felt overly complex. I mean, the rules presented all of the things. Well, I just didn't feel drawn to it.
0: Mm-hmm. I like the idea of the garage and the lab. I think they're neat. Mm-hmm. It's the complexity that's kept me away from it. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like this one is again, one to avoid at first. You, you oh, don't my. really need this one right away. I think.
1: So let me talk about the next one, Dangerous Waters. So Dangerous Waters was returning back to the simpler type of expansions. It just comes with some new boards. It's got two ships. You've got a submarine ship and you've got a big ship.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think
1: technically it's a merchant ship. I think I've called it a cruise ship before. But you've got a big ship <laughs> and you've got a submarine. Uh, the, the boards are split in two because the way the submarine works is the submarine. It's it's very narrow but very long. Long so and skinny. And then the merchant ship has the same design as a regular board, I suppose you would say. Um, The boards have different styles and layouts. So there's engines. In addition to now not having to have all the walls fall apart and the water come in, you also can't have the engines explode. So if a certain amount of damage gets on the engine, so then the engine explodes and that's a difficult thing. Um, you have like chambers, you have narrow, tight corridors where you have to essentially go down a little bit. And there's no physical representation of going down a little bit other than that you're essentially surrounded by walls as you're going through. So you can't go left and right. And then it also introduced the same idea that we had in the previous expansion of having these fireproof doors, that the doors can either just get jammed or not, depending upon what happens with roll of the die, as the fire goes through it. Um, this one didn't feel like it was adding a whole bunch of complexity and a whole bunch of new things. It was adding two new boards, and the complexity of the boards mostly just messes with sort of a reorganizing. Of existing mechanics, adding new types of walls that can't be destroyed and rearranging where walls are, adding the fireproof doors and just the fireproof doors, wasn't that complex. Probably the most complex thing about this is the new machinery that the Mm -hmm. the engines, that if the engines explode, you're in trouble. And it's pretty clearly printed on the board. So this one didn't feel like it was overloading the complexity. And the idea of being on a ship or on a submarine both of those seem really cool to me. Much much more mm-hmm. cool than being in a garage. <laughs> I thought both of these were neat places to take the game and to not feel nearly as overly complex. I really like these boards and still continue to enjoy playing on them.
0: I agree with you wholeheartedly. Right on right on what you said there. Um, I like the settings. I find them hard and a bit... Oh.
1: Oh, hard. Yes,
0: <laughs> I hard. don't find it overwhelming, is... but like I, I, feel more pressure. It feels more intense. This is
1: definitely, this this is definitely one that you still want to be experienced about. This has, if not as difficult as the high rise, closer to it, mm-hmm. especially in the submarine.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I've played the submarine.
1: It's more difficult. You can play on the easier difficulty levels, which help, but. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's it's definitely harder, and I enjoy that.
0: Yeah. Especially I've avoided fan. Submarine. It seems really hard. It's like, oh, I'm not ready for a challenge like that today. So I, mm-hmm. I've done the other side more, and I do like it. But yeah, this, this is a good expansion. I agree. I, I like it. Um, I forget. Do all these expansions bring new characters so far? I guess not necessarily, huh? I don't
1: know that don't this remember. one introduced... New Probably characters? Not. I didn't write down that it introduced new characters, so I don't think it did.
0: Okay. So far, it's really been the the ones with the box, and then there's a a standalone expansion or two that had characters. Half I of think. them,
1: half of them introduce new characters. Okay. Um. So, for example, the next one does introduce a new character, which is the fire prevention specialist, um, which lets you move around smoke. And the POIs, the rescue, the people you rescue, you can move them around from a distance. So those are cool things. The structural engineer, so he has the ability to take out hotspots and uh, move POIs from a distance. Excuse me, not take out hotspots. He has the ability to move smoke and move POIs from a distance, which is a useful and neat ability and fun when he comes up. I randomize which character I get. <laughs> my kids don't Um, then they pick the generalist more often than not but he's a fun one to come up and I definitely have no issues using him but I'm also not drawn to be like hey this is a really neat one we need more of this it's fine Mm -hmm. the two new boards come with are the subway and the airfield which do unlike I felt with the boat at this point they are now making things more difficult because of Putting additional restrictions on what it is that you have to do. So with these, I know you mentioned just now that one of your favorite ones is the guy who uses the fire truck. Mm-hmm. No fire truck. No <laughs> the subway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you familiar with that?
0: Yeah, I haven't. I haven't done the subway, have I? I may. Have. I don't remember. I, but in I the, don't remember. But yeah. In the
1: subway, the fire truck can't get there. It You know, it's a subway. Mm-hmm. You do have the sprinkler action, um, except that it has no discount like the guy who runs the fire truck does. So, essentially, <laughs> by not giving you a discount, it makes it super expensive and something you use only rarely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, I, I feel like possibly because the fire truck guy is just so powerful anyway, that's a good <laughs> thing. But like just simply saying, like, here you go, have a big old expanded out area where you don't use the fire truck. Okay, fine. The airfield is cool. <laughs> I like uh-huh. the airfield yes. idea. And with this one, again, you can't really use the deck gun. Um, you're not allowed. And in fact, some of the spaces are protected by essentially like roof type areas between you and it. So instead you have to use foam to fire foam and prevent fire from occurring there. This would have been very useful back on the engine on the boat to prevent the explosion from hitting. So being able <laughs> to prevent the explosions for me, the airfield essentially, but like warding where the fire can go is nice. Yeah. <laughs> I remember <laughs> I played the engine, I, I played the boat one first, and I got the airfield. I'm like, why can't we have this in the last one? <laughs> it makes, things, makes things so much nicer and adding mm-hmm. the ability to use the phone probably makes it a little bit easier by being able to war away and protect the areas that you get. So, I enjoy this one. I'd probably say it's about middle of the road for me. I didn't dislike it, I didn't think it was overly complex. I thought it was just a little bit different and adds more variety without adding a whole bunch of complexity. So, there you go.
0: Yeah. I, I really enjoy the airplane. I definitely remember playing that one and have very favorite memories of running around trying to save people. It is fun. Mm-hmm. It is neat trying to make your way through a little tiny airplane. It's not a huge airplane if I remember right. It's, no, it's more of a it's smaller not. commuter type plane. And it's, it, it's just cool. I like it. It's fun. It's challenging. And it's all around interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This, is, this is one of my favorites, I think.
1: So, Now I'm going to mention the one that I think probably needs to be your first purchase and is humorously the one that is last, and that is the (laughs) Tragic Events. The main idea of Tragic Events, although it does include three new specialists, um, one of which is actually just the Fire Prevention Specialist changed for the new decks, But Mm -hmm. the main idea what it does is that it replaces the hotspot mechanic. So with hotspots in the main game, you put these hotspots around the board. And if you ever roll those areas, you keep rolling to add more fire. With this deck, instead, you have a deck that will randomly tell you if it's either time for essentially extra fire to go out or not you still use the dice to randomly roll where the fires come out, but instead of having to consult with the hotspot things, you use the deck to figure out where or when it mm-hmm. should be one or even more.
0: Yeah. Even I, more. That's what I like about the deck. That Not that it, you no longer have hotspots in very specific places on the board, which mm-hmm. always seemed a little weird. The, the hotspot could be absolutely anywhere mm-hmm. because it's not triggered by location. It's triggered by time. Or right mm-hmm. by, by deck
1: which makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. and in my opinion yep. is easier to run and easier to play it's easier to use the deck than it is the hot spots <laughs> much easier and looks nicer i think that the design and layout for the hotspot deck is really good
0: yeah it is i never had issues with the hotspot markers i find i mean they're super super tiny yep um
1: And they can easily get nudged onto a different square.
0: Yeah, but my experience is I rarely roll them anyway because there's a few of them, and it's two, three very specific locations that has them. So Mm -hmm. they just don't come up most games from what my experience. So they're easy to use. (laughs) You ignore them.
1: You have to remember to have them come up when other explosions happen or when some of the bad things happen. That's just not true for these anymore. So. Mm -hmm. I think it's a much better way of doing it. Now that they did use an awkward-sized card, like the cards are these thinner-type cards, um, so because it's a small deck, I, I immediately wanted to sleeve it, um, which meant that you had to get specific sleeves for these type of things. Not a big deal. It's perfectly <laughs> yeah.
0: fine. Yeah, and it, I, I actually appreciate that they did that. Be, and the reason is because there's another deck of cards in the box that's a mm. different deck, and it is nice that they're different size. It makes them real easy to, to separate the cards and all that. Indeed. That is the, the tragic events part of the... The events part of the tragic events. hmm um, So tell us more about that one. Yeah. Every time you're playing and you get one of these uh, hotspots come up... They're not what, they're not called hotspots. What are they called in this? Fire Rage. Flare Up. Fire Rage. Flare Up, yeah. Every time a flare-up happens, it tells you in the card, also draw an event. So you reach over to your event deck and draw the card and do what it says. And it's... All sorts of interesting things can happen. You may... um find another person suddenly show up or it turns out there's a couple stuck somewhere together in the board that you didn't know about before and now you get two people to rescue two extra people or it could cause an explosion somewhere in the board and suddenly there's a whole bunch more fire show up or if you're lucky maybe some fire will disappear and just different things can happen and there's a yeah some bit of them of, are good yeah some are good so when i first opened it and i went through them I, I just randomly picked a few cards, and they were all good. I said, oh, this is awesome. All these events are f- fantastic. I'm going to love this. <laughs> That's not at all the way it works when you actually play. They're not all good. I think there's more bad than good. I just happened to look at a the, the few good ones. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, they're, they're just neat because they, they add a little bit of chaos and unexpectedness in the game. That's fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and they work with all the expansions, which is kind of nice. You'll draw a card that oh. says, if you're using this expansion, do this, otherwise discard and draw another one.
1: My deck does not say if you're using this expansion.
0: Really? Here it goes. Electrical malfunction. If not playing on the urban structure's high-rise board, this card has no effect and a new event card must be drawn.
1: I guess for some of them they do, but many of them don't. Okay. And many of them just add pretty wild things and often you have to yes. like go pull out another token and go reset up a new thing. Like I've set up the whole POI. Now I've got to go set up more POIs or I've got to go pull out a specific type of POI or one of the characters is out or you get swapped to a different character or this and that. The events are, are they're, they're, they break the flow for me because huh. they, uh, they, they're like little mini setups
0: yeah if yeah. it, it only required
1: hey 32 seconds it does this done this done this done but it's not if i have to go search through my box and find one specific token mixed among a pile of other tokens i don't wanna <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny yeah so i have separated my tokens into separate bags and now all the tokens that may come up from that are in one bag together so it's like i don't know like seven or eight maybe maybe ten at most i don't know so when I have to draw one, it's not too hard to find it for me. Um, but honestly, I don't mind it. I enjoy, like I said, I enjoy that unexpected chaos that comes from this.
1: I would have preferred just to play. I wanted that that flare-up deck. I wanted that so bad. And sometimes these events come out, and these events like, all right, everybody, hold up a second. Just talk amongst yourselves while I go and sort <laughs> this one out, and uh, we'll be right back. And it just breaks up the flow sometimes for me too much. And I guess exactly. it's not that big of a deal where I'm playing solo. And it could be that this problem's exacerbated because I'm playing with my kids who have the attention span of goldfish.
0: <laughs> they are kids.
1: So if I have to break things up and spend you know, even 30 seconds, like I've got to go fish for a token way right here. Just don't touch anything. Well, it goes, <laughs> let's, yeah. let's put on our yeah, fire while we're waiting. Like, oh, well, there's, <laughs> there's
0: the event. <laughs> Yeah, and they're so, younger, so that could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say. I, I don't have the issue. I wonder if changing how the game is organized for you might help with that. My guess is could probably be. not too much, but maybe. Um, but that does bring up something. Now that we've talked about all the expansions is just how much stuff you've got in those two boxes plus your plastic storage container. <laughs> could be a lot.
1: They are full.
0: Yeah, they really. I have. I have the same thing. The two boxes are full. They have all the maps and some of the counters fit in there, and then the rest of the stuff all fits in the tragic events box. Oh, and And then I have another. And then
1: I have a separate deck box just for holding the two decks.
0: Okay, see, I managed to fit it all in just a three. Yeah. No. But whatever, it it is a lot of stuff to put in there, and I do find, and you know, this is this is not an issue with the game this is an issue with the, the obsessive type of person I am, that I want to have all the expansions for this game because I really like this game. And the more <laughs> I have, the better, right? Even if I've never used some of those expansions because I just never played on the boards. But then what happens is you got all this stuff and some counters are just for this one scenario, or that board and that sort of thing. And pulling it out and setting up the game is a bit of a chore mm. because of that. And I don't- It would be I don't much nicer
1: like if they have a consolidated rulebook, wouldn't it?
0: That would help a lot, actually, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that would help. I, You know, you got to get the main rulebook and do the basic setup for it, whether you're doing the family or advanced rules. I don't like how that's organized either, but, you know, whatever. Then you got to pull out the rulebook for the board you're playing on to make whatever changes. And then you may also want the rulebook for the tragic events if you're not familiar with how that works. But once you've played with that a couple times, it's it's straightforward. You don't really need the rules reference. But whatever, yes, it's a lot. and There are separate rule books, and it's just a little bit annoying.
1: I will point out that my mention about the lack of consolidated rulebook is mostly because I have a critique against this publisher. Because apparently, some people have made um, attempts to consolidate a rulebook and boast it up. Even some people have put them and The publisher has refused to allow them to be uploaded have done takedowns if they have been uploaded anywhere else and just have at general disallowed it and i think that's really garbage in fact there is even one expansion that i haven't mentioned here Mm -hmm. and the one expansion is essentially a set of puzzle books where this was released with the kickstarter and it's a puzzle that you can go through, and it, it's, it's Fire Academy, I believe it's called, where it was just a simple PDF, and even they could down, they could post it up if they wanted. But they said, you know what? We are going to make this exclusive for our original campaign, and no one can ever get it again, even though it's just a stupid PDF. Now, I know <laughs> that certain people have uploaded around the internet, and it's not that hard to find. If you do Google searches, you probably could, and you know what? Let indie boards and cards give us a takedown because we're mentioning the fact <laughs> that it's up. Because they have, they've tried to take it down when other people do it. Because heck, we can't share with new people. Not allowed. It's garbage. Yeah. Uh, I don't have Robert, a problem with stop that. Stop me I, I actually, about this.
0: Okay, I kind of respect that. they about this. Uh, fire academy challenge expansion i kind of respect what they're doing because they did this at a time when the stretch goals were new and this people were doing this in general and kickstarter saying oh we're gonna have exclusive for the backers and they released this exclusive for the backers and and you know what May, maybe it wasn't the best idea most people don't do that anymore i don't know if they would or wouldn't in the present but they have at least kept their word and not gone back on the people that backed the game with a certain expectation Baham and and I respect I'm sure that. Sure, they can
1: find solutions for
0: that. Oh yeah, they could. They could just tell the people who we're going to do that, but they have chosen. You know, they could to even the do a version
1: and... two, which has an additional <laughs> ten, and say, "Hey, look, it's a new thing." Like yeah, there's so I many solutions. That. If they wanted to be inclusive, in two seconds they could. <laughs> they choose not to.
0: Yep. Oh, Shame on
1: them. <laughs> Shame on them for being very poor. Customer service type people. Shame on them.
0: Yeah, I I don't have a problem with it. As for the consolidated rule book, I think it's a mistake not to allow it because yes, it gives them a bad rep, just as this podcast is an example right now. But you know, it's their it's their copyright. It's their right to do that. And if they don't want to share, you know, if they want to share their toys, they don't have to. <laughs> we can't make them. It's just
1: it's something to be aware of. Uh, with the exception <laughs> of this one, like I don't support the one Kickstarter. I don't support them. Buying direct from them. They're not a publisher support. Like someone like Stonemeyer Games, they have a list of things like here's what we want to do. We want to be inclusive. We want to support the community. We want to support gamers. We want to make sure everyone has access and everyone enjoys our games equally consistently, that nobody is being put down. And these people, indie (laughs) boards and cards, don't get it. (laughs) When I see them on Kickstarter. They don't get it when I see it's, them giving after service. They don't get it.
0: It's a private business, and they're entitled to run it the way they like, and you're they're entitled enti- not to like and it.
1: I'm in, and I'm entitled to say all the stuff I want about it.
0: <laughs> That's right. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, there is those issues. So we have talked about the game and all the expansions. Yes. Um, I like the game a lot. We kind of said which expansions to go with and which ones you could wait till later. I think most expansions add something. So if you've got the game and you've got expansions, you're looking for something more. Get them all because you want to keep playing. Yeah, get honestly get them all. They're all, they all add something. Th- they don't f- ever feel repetitive. That's what I found yeah. personally.
1: Okay. I enjoy
0: them. My complaints so far, like about having to sort it and figure out what goes with it, and it's slowing down my setup time. you know that's not a real complaint that's me complaining about there being too much content that is that makes the each expansion feel unique (laughs) and then saying that's what i like about them
1: without a nice consolidated rule book
0: (laughs) yeah
1: all right i'm done okay i'm done albert take it away from me all right stop it here so
0: so i don't know it's a whole lot more to say we like this game we like the expansions get them hopefully you got an idea about what they're each like and what to go with and not go with first if you don't have the game definitely worth checking out I don't know what else there is to say about this.
1: I think the only other thing to say is good night all.
0: And thank you for listening. Goodbye.
1: Thanks for listening. We love feedback. So we love hearing from you.